Aloha. Hello and welcome. We are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. You're listening to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name, of course, is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us. Episode number 475 of the program. We very much appreciate your patronage. You're going to probably want to call in on this one. It's a classic. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that want to call in because there's been many people that have asked to be a part of this movie or asked us to do a podcast about this movie. So we would love to get your feedback, good or bad. Um, Send us an email if you'd like. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. Additionally... You can call us 949-464-TBLS-8257. And of course, I always ask that should you have it in your heart and your wallet that you subscribe to the bonus content we provide here every week, do so via the link in the show notes on whatever app you're listening to the show on. I imagine there is, there will be quite a bit extra this week that we discussed that is not available via the free show. Uh, I am joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Doing well, but once again, uh, my childhood memories have played tricks on me That's for sure. with, with this movie, Absolutely. and uh, we can discuss as we move forward. Absolutely. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm excited to do that. We are also joined by special guests. First time on the program. You know, we get a lot of repeat customers here via the, via the, uh, the movie reviews, mostly because... I realize we got to review a movie the next day and I got to just reach out to somebody I know, but uh, I've, I've been wanting to have this guy on for a while. We've done stuff together in the past. I'm happy to have him. We're joined now by the great Zach Xavier. Zach, how are you, buddy? I'm well. This is the hey, note Zach. I want to come in on, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm glad. Um, it's good to have you. I, the question is begged, and I know my audience wants to know. Having just said your name out loud for the first time, I, I'm wondering, and I know everyone else within the sound of my voice is as well, do you have a past or are you possibly hoping to branch out in the future into a career in twink porno? Twink wow. porno. I, Zach Xavier. Uh, we, we, all, we all have to dream. Yes. Um, you know, I, I never take anything off the table. I'm so far, no luck. Yes. But... Um, <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll leave my contact geek at the end of this segment okay. and we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. Well, you're ready. You're all, you're all fired up. Uh, we're stoked to have you. I'm stoked uh, that you're here. Um, and this is this is a, a movie that a lot of people have, have asked us to record, as I um, mentioned before. It is. It was, to my mind, a classic. And I, I'll be honest, and people are always... I watched this movie with my girlfriend, and I was like, I remember renting this movie... From the where, because she's like, oh, I saw this in the theater with my dad, and I was like, I wasn't that lucky, I, but I do remember renting this movie. I, I remember wanting it so bad because yeah, it, the cover, the covers, yes, seemed pretty cool for a kid yes. in the eighties. It was, it was the car, it was the the, match. the yeah, the matchstick, the violence. It was just like it was just a certain time where this kind of movie you really anticipated. So I remember renting this movie from the warehouse 
probably not long after it came out, maybe 1987 or so. And I'll be honest, I think that's the only time I've ever seen it. I think I saw it one time in 1987 and then again two nights ago. Now, Zach, you are much younger than Ed and I. What What is your experience? Had you seen Cobra before I asked you to come on board and talk about it on the show? I So I, I, I didn't think I had, but I, I weirdly had a familiarity with some of the, yes. the yes. pop you, culture you of it have, all. So. You had heard of it? Like, do you... This was a movie that you were at least aware uh, that it existed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I know Brigitte from oh, a yeah. Flavor of Love, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's Four. good to see her, yeah. you know, pre-flayed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's my first time seeing it in full and, and really fully experiencing it. Yeah, I would say that the one, like, I was um, roundly disappointed by this movie uh, on the rewatch. But I will say... The one place where I was pleasantly surprised was it was a young nubile Brigitte Nielsen as I was not I wasn't particularly a fan of her in Rocky Four. She was pretty severe looking in Rocky. Very, Four. very severe. And this this one, they had her wigged up because she probably still had the short hair from Rocky Four. Oh, in the in the robot photo shoot, you know, myriad wig. Yes. Love to see it. Yes. That was a weird scene. I mean, she was bodied up. She was pretty like I was really and and leaps and bounds. Not the worst performer in this movie. There, there were oh, many, many, many terrible performances, performances in this movie, none of which were were made by Brigitte Nielsen, who I thought was very good. Um, let's pl- let's play the trailer and then we'll get into it. Of course, we're talking about Cobra. I don't know. I can't remember if I mentioned this Cobra, the 1986 Sylvester Stallone vehicle and a classic. Oh, I keep every time I go to play it, Ed, you'll be excited about this. And Zach, I'm sure you will too. Every time I go to play the uh, there's a, there's an ad before the, (laughs) before the uh, trailer. And now it's not on, but it was, it was every time before this new, what's the ad for out of curiosity. That's what I'm telling you before a Cobra trailer. This is what's so, so exciting. New Gerard Butler movie coming out. Kandahar. Yes. Yes. See, I'm on board with that. I would think for Cobra. Yes. For Cobra. Yeah. I would think it would be like Depends or something because like this is. is, (laughs) It's a male enhancement type stuff. Yes, exactly. Okay. Let's, Let's check out the trailer. Society is breeding a new kind of criminal. It's also breeding a new kind of cop. Meet Cobra. He does the job nobody wants. Did you use unnecessary deadly force? I used everything I had. Do you know you have an attitude problem? Yeah, but it's just a little one. You think you would recognize me if you saw him again? The tall one? Yeah. The one who wants to kill you. Do what you have to do to get a lead on this maniac. And if I find him, do what you do best. Yeah. 
blow a lot of shit up. Endangered a lot. He's got machine guns. Other guns wear sunglasses. Stallone is Cobra. The strong arm of the law. Fuck yeah, he is. The guitar. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's so good. Like, everything about it is just so beautiful. Before we uh, get into it, I really yeah. miss trailer narrator guy. Oh, yeah. You know, that was an oh, era. Yeah. I know. It's Those were the days. The good old days. I can't remember In that guy's world. name. It was just that one guy. In a world. Yes. Every trailer. Yes. He was so good. And he probably, he's dead, but he probably died from suffocating because his mattress was stacked so high with cash that his, his nose was actually rubbing against the ceiling. And then he went to bed one night and he was just like, oh, oh my God, I can't breathe. I'm, I'm done here. Oh my God. And he choked to death. He suffocated on his own ceiling because his mattress carried him up there with all the cash he stacked from reading these trailers. Okay. What's maybe we all. Yes, I know. I agree. I wish I could. I wish I had that kind of pipe. Uh, so let's talk about this movie. Cobra. It's, it's Stallone, right? He's coming off Rocky four. He had just negotiated. He had just um, shepherded Beverly Hills cop through the, you know, he used his juice and he's like, we're making this movie Beverly Hills cop. He was he was signed on to star. I can only imagine what a terrible movie that had been had it gone on because he did he wanted to take all the comedy out of Beverly Hills Cop, which is which is what makes it like such a special movie and and it's unforgettable. While while we're yeah still close to the trailer narrator, yeah. the the great Don LaFontaine. That's I his looked name. Him up. Yes, amazing. So he was that those pipes. Yeah. How old do you think he was? This is 87? Yeah. Yeah. 1987. How fucking old is this guy? How? He's got a Michael Ironside type thing going. Maybe yes. 65? Oh. Yeah. Michael Ironside's, of course, What's his age? who played Viper okay, in Top Gun or Wait, Jester. He played Jester. The grizzled old fighter pilot that had flown missions in Nam, and he was like 32 when they made that movie. He just looks old as fuck. I'm going to say 1985 when this movie was made. Donald Leroy Fontaine. Yeah, I'm going to say he was in his mid-60s, like like. 63. Zach? Uh, you know, Price is Right rules. I'm going to go with 64. Oh, one over. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don LaFontaine from Duluth, Minnesota, was born August 26, 1940. He was probably 46 wow. or 7 years old. Oh, good old. Lord. Wow. Wow. Cigarettes <laughs> used to be better, man. Yeah, Cigarettes used to be better. They did. <laughs> He checked out in 08 at the age of 68. So 68. (laughs) And that was a good 21 years after this trailer. Unbelievable. Well, he lived a good life. You could see why he went out at 68. Yeah. Those pipes. So this movie is basically Cobra is a, he's, he's, I don't want to say he's a rogue cop. 
zombie squad. Yeah, he's on the zombie squad. He's did did yeah. did you feel like there was something on the cutting room floor because there was yes. talk of zombie squad, yes. but we didn't actually know anything about the zombie. Still squad. have yet to meet. It's a squad of people, right? A squad of cops. Still have yet uh, to apparently, meet. Apparently, yes. Yeah, yeah. Is there a second member of the zombie squad that we're going to be introduced to at any were point? They, I'm still waiting. Were they planning on like a whole spinoff series yes. of the zombie squad? Where's the zombie with, squad with, with yeah. Cobra, Marion Cobretti? And Poppy from Seinfeld, yeah. who, Pete, who Peter <laughs> I was wondering who that guy was. Oh, yeah, wow. he's a little sloppy. Yeah, he he really oh. is. Um, hold on, I got I had the scene. So in the in between the time that I watched this movie, and then I went back today, and I was going to timestamp a couple clips. HBO Dude. Max has switched to something oh, to called Max. Max. To Max, yes, and I'm like. <laughs> I, they're like, you got to get a new app. You got to yeah, sign in. in. I re-logged yeah. in, went through all the process because I wanted to put it on in the background while yeah. we're doing this. Yeah. And uh, I see the, the like, hey, it's coming. It's coming. It looks like the same old shit that was on there before. Yeah. Why don't they? Well, how, how come, how, no new shit. How come it can't just be called HBO Max still? It's got to have a new name. That's really annoying. And also it's a new app. So, but I did find some clips. Please uh, tell me you have the first. My favorite part was the first scene of the the narration yes. in the in, in the of the movie. Yeah, I yeah, think I, I got to talk about that. I think okay. I do have it. It says Cobra nineteen eighty six supermarket scene. Hold on, it's taken. This is this is like this feels like it opens like this is a Newsmax original movie. Yeah, okay. like, okay. and they 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 hit you with stats. Yeah, okay. I don't know if the narration's here, but let's check it out. Oh, you know what? I don't think it. I think it, this comes in after it because this is when he shows up to the grocery store. No. Yeah, I think I I wrote it down. Okay, let's hear it. In America, there's a burglary every 11 seconds. Yes. An armed robbery every 65 seconds. A violent crime every 25 seconds. A murder every 24 minutes. And 250 rapes a day. I I love that last line yes. because they're like, That's... well, this. I can't do that kind of math or it's like, do the that math doesn't, yeah. that, that doesn't sound as impressive if we do the, the division. So they're just like, uh, all right, two, two fifty, <laughs> two, two fifty a day. It is, it, it is weirdly um, modern in the sense that we live in an era where there's, where there's people in this country that are really fearful of cities and they're like, oh, I, I ain't going to a city because if I go to a city, as soon as I get off the plane, a junkie's going to stab me with the heroin yeah. needle and somebody's mm-hmm. going to steal my wallet. And then and in this movie, that, that's the world that Stallone has painted, who wrote the script, by the way, right. has painted. I don't, under- I don't understand what per capita means, so I think yes. I'm going to be murdered. Yes, yes. Well, well and, and I'd like to give Fly credit because, you know, it's great to really play to your strength to open a movie yeah. you know just go straight vo yes. um i know Bri, you said you, you watched this with with a, a lady yeah and i watched it with a lady friend of puerto rican descent oh. english lifelong english speaker uh-huh. 
at the end of that VO, she asked me to turn it up and said, I, I, my English, I guess, isn't that good. And I'm like, no, no, no. You're, you're, you're fine. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, he di- he's not speaking English. No, he isn't. He's, I mean, there's very little dialogue in the movie. Let's, let's just catch him. I rewound li- it like six times to get those stats. Yeah, totally. Let's, let's just, let's just jump in and just, let's get a little bit of the scene. There's, there's been a, there's been a, uh, uh, takeover of a for, with unknown motives. By the way, there's been a takeover of a grocery store, and the cops are going full Uvalde, where they're like, oh, "I ain't going in there. Fuck that. This guy got I got a gun in there. I ain't going where a guy's got a gun. I got a pension. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to get disability here. Like, you think I'm going in there? Fuck that. So they got to call in Cobra, who drives up in his hot rod. And then he just goes, he's like, oh, okay, I'll go in. And he just walks in the front door because that's what yeah. a guy like Cobra does. He, yep. doesn't, he doesn't need SWAT. He doesn't need to fucking cut through the ceiling. He just walks right in the front door. He shows up in his 1950 Mercury yeah. with the personalized license plate. Awesome Merc. says. Or no, awesome, awesome 50. 50. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How bad is it? It's bad. Any ID on the guy? Just another asshole woke up hating the world. Yeah. Fuck yeah. What's happened? Yeah. Look, I don't agree with them bringing you in here. I just want you to know that. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Move! Now he's back in the dairy section, which is a weird place to hang out. And also, he's indiscriminately murdering people, but he also has hostages. So, like, which is it? He, he shoots a lot a of food with too the, with the shit on the shelves. He does. He's, he's just shooting up like <laughs> stuff like Bartles and James. Yeah. And rice this, this movie he's has a weird up. relationship yeah. with food. Really this movie has a weird uh, oh, relationship. We'll talk with about food. we'll talk about the pizza <laughs> choices in a minute. He, so Stallone goes in there. Cobra doesn't take off his sunglasses. Apparently, he sees it's a dark store. The power is out. He, but he keeps his sunglasses on. He's chewing his matchstick. Eventually, he throws down with this guy. What he he distracts him. He runs through the Bartles and James. Then, like that, this is how you know he's a fucking true psychopath. He's he's just a cop on the edge. Cracks open a warm Coors banquet beer. Oh boy! Yes, like you couldn't grab a cold one. Sips a warm Coors and tosses the rest as a distraction to the bad guy. Hold on, there's some, there's some, there's, a, he ends up knife murdering him. Hold on, I'll jump ahead here. After, I think, four or five one more. Yeah. Wait, can yep. I just ask you guys a question? Before yeah. the supermarket, like, after the statistics, did you guys know what was going on with all the guys clanging their axes together? No. They showed, like, some sort of weird ritual no. where the guys were clanging axes together. No, and I'm after this scene, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain all that to you because it's okay. not explained in the movie at all. And we're supposed okay. to understand it, and it's not. It's It reminded me a lot of the – a movie of a similar time, 1987, I believe, Dragnet, with uh, Tom oh, Hanks right. and Dan Aykroyd, where Christopher Plummer is the bad guy, and there is there's a satanic cult – yeah, in Los pagans. Angeles. Yes, the pagans. Yes, exactly. It's similar to that, but not nearly as well spelled out. They don't try to, there's no, they're not doing any um, ritual sacrifices, or they are, but they're, they're not telling us that that's what they're doing. Come on, man. 
Somehow he's made his way into the walk-in freezer, and then he pops out of that. I don't yeah, know. The, he keeps pirouetting around. Yes, yes. He's, very... he's inside the store, and then somehow he's he comes out of the freezer, which we did not see him enter. And I, having worked at many restaurants, there's only one way in and out of the walk-in freezer. It's that huge door that he just jumped out of. I got a bomb here. I'll kill her. I'll blow this whole place up. Go ahead. I don't shot her. <laughs> Best line in the movie. It's a good line. Hey, just relax, amigo. You want to talk? We'll talk. Now he's talk. he's he's the to set it up for the audience, and I know everyone has uh, has recall of this movie much better than I do, but the, the bad guy, he looks he looks kind of like the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. I think that's what he's, he's based got, on. He's got a bit of an almost, Edward James yes, almost. Got, like, he, I, fell, I fell asleep in a gravel driveway. Yes, yes. He had a, he had a teenage acne situation. Got a late Leota. Yes, yeah, similar, yes. And yeah. he's he's standing there, he's got a he's got a sawed-off shotgun, he's got many hostages. Uh, I'm I'm looking right now. He just took a shotgun right to a pile of grapes. Yes, yeah. He's sh- he's shooting food. He he sends one construction worker. He goes, "Oh, you can go. Just he- hey, head on out of here." And the construction worker, clearly not a fan of the zigzag exit move, <laughs> just walks down the fucking dog food aisle and gets shot directly in the back. So he's just it, there's no real rhyme or reason to what he's doing here. But but. Cobra's got the drop on him. He comes in. He's got a forty-five right on him. Clear shot. Yes, Zach. The the other thing I want to point out in a scene like this, usually the way it works, you know, they face to face, a little back and forth, and our protagonist gets a one-liner, and then you know, conclusion. That's it. In this scene, Sly has four or five different ones. That's right. Before you know, he he talks anyway. Yes. Is this? Is the next one you're the disease and I'm the cure? I'm the cure. Yeah, that's how. That's when he takes him out because so now he's got. He goes, let's talk, and then he puts down his gun for no reason. Conversation. I don't want to talk to you. Now you bring in the television cameras in here now. Come on, bring it in. Can't do that. Why? I don't deal with psychos. I put them away. I ain't no psycho, man. I'm a hero. You're looking One liner like number three. Runner. I'm a hero of the new world. Your disease. And I'm the cure. Yeah. Sorry for stepping on that. Die! Drop <laughs> it! He, he, uh, and like, you think they're going to try to sell that meat? He just fell like all over the ground beef. He could have just walked in and shot him, but instead he had to produce. He had to put his gun down, produce a, a knife, throw throw a knife through his chest, and then shoot him because he had to get but, his line off. And a good action movie, he would say, "I don't shot here and shoot him." Yes, <laughs> right. you know he gets the line in. Yes, um, that's it's a, really a very realistic thing. There, I think, though, is is the amount of time between him saying "drop it" and him shooting yeah. is. None. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So he's. Um, th- so they. Here's what we know, we'll, or we don't know. This is what we're we're meant to know. So the movie starts out. Yeah. There's guys clanging, and they look like kind of like businessmen types. Like there's some losers, but also there's some kind of like balding guys in like suits 
also. And they're in this stuff always takes place in the sewer system. You know, we don't have a subway in LA. So they're down like in the under the ground somewhere in the sewers and they all have axes and they're just clanking them together in some kind of like ceremony over their head. Uh, so, but, so I read about it. Okay. And this, this is, this is something that I didn't know. So, uh, after a failure of negotiations between a lone armed gunman and law enforcement during a hostage crisis. Now, I don't, I don't recall seeing any negotiations, but that's not important. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I, it wasn't a yeah. hostage thing. Yeah. He shot up fruit. Yeah. And, and Bartles and James bottles. Yeah. And then, like, occasionally a person. But there was no. Yeah. And they, no plan. They all went parkland and just hung out outside waiting for the good guys to show up. And that was Cobra. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, a lone armed gunman in law enforcement uh, during a hostage crisis at a Lo- Los Angeles supermarket, the LAPD summons Lieutenant Marion Cobretti. Big reveal, by the way. That was that was like a big Marian. stinger yeah. that he's late, later in the movie. The other guy tells tells Brigitte Nielsen to call him Marion, which is his given name. You know name. why he's he's called Marion? Uh, I'm going to guess. I'm going to tell you right now. And I'm like, look, I don't want to spoil it. But it's, it has to have something to do with John Wayne. Yes. Yeah. He na- he he personally wanted it to be named after John Wayne. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's his real name. Uh, a member of its elite division known as the Zombie Squad. Again, we still have not identified a second member of the Zombie Squad. Cobretti, addressed by his codename Cobra, infiltrates the store. And by infiltrates, they mean he just walked in the front door. Locates and negotiates, doesn't at all negotiate with the gunman who threatens him by speaking of a vague and unknown organization known as the new world. Now he did kind of mention that. Yes. Yeah. But not in a proper noun sense. He said a new world. Yes, exactly. That's a very good point. Yes. He just seemed like a regular ass crazy person. Uh, So look, okay. uh, Unknown organization known as the new world, a supremacist group of social Darwinist radicals that despise <laughs> modern society and believe in killing the weak, leaving what? only the strongest and smartest to rule the world. Now, I watched this movie two nights ago. I, I was just going to ask you, like, yeah. was I not paying attention? Yes. Or were we supposed no. to know? Was this implied? Yes, I didn't get any of that. Uh, there were a bunch of psychos that claimed, clanged axes together in the sewers oh, before a night of old-fashioned raping. Like, I didn't, I didn't know that they had, a, they had a, an agenda. Yeah, this no is an 80-minute movie with two music videos. Yeah. They had room to explain <laughs> they did, it. They did. He, this the script was like 35 yes. pages. This is That is what I love. I'm just sitting there watching it, and I go, oh, there's a montage coming. Stallone loves a montage. Rocky yes. Four is four Rocky, montages. Yeah, That's right. The first 25 minutes of Rocky Four yes. are just recaps of the previous three. Yeah, there's two extended. That's why I like doing 80s movies on this show, too, is because they knew that they Thank could you. not hold our attention for longer than 90 minutes back then, so they they were short. I want to point out one of the cops outside who said calling the Cobra. That was the tooth fairy from the Santa Claus, Tim Allen movies. He was, uh, you, you've seen him in a bunch of shows. Yes. He plays a dad a lot. He plays like a yes. football coach. I know who you're yep. talking about. There's a lot of that like guys in this movie where you're like, oh, yeah. he's from something. Yeah. The, um, the bad like guy. Sledgehammer. Yeah. The, oh, sl- we'll talk about Sledgehammer. The, um, the, the bad guy who looked like he had a chaw in the whole time. He went with, like, Marlon Brando. He had, like, something. Maybe he was yeah. just doing a lot of yayo at the time. I'm like, I've seen that guy in everything. So I clicked on his IMDb, and I did not 
I'm like, this guy's been in a hundred things, none of which I've seen, except that he was one of the punks in the original Terminator that Arnold fucks up and takes their clothes. Oh, in the bar. Yes. Yeah. At the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cobretti addressed by his code name Cobra infiltrate. Oh no, we already talked about that. Okay. Cobretti then kills the gunman by throwing a knife at his abdomen and then shooting, and then shooting him. Yeah, yeah. Shooting him dead. Yeah. What? <laughs> so yeah, confusing. You know, belt, the belt and suspenders technique. Dude. Yes. As the hostages and bodies are removed from the store, Cobretti is admonished, uh, admonished by detective Monty for his seeming disregard for police procedures and protocols and look, I got to side with Cobra here, right? This, there's, always, there's always this boss cop that doesn't like the way the fucking rank and file guys are doing it, you know? And somebody had to go in mm-hmm. there, right? Somebody had to go in there and murder the bad guy or else he would have taken out the whole store. Yes, oh, yeah. but... Yes, oh yeah. The 80s movies raised us to think that the rogue cops doing it their way and internal affairs were the bad guys. That's right. Yeah. And we were all thinking like, yeah, the cops know what they're doing. They oh, can operate outside true. the rules. And then we've seen a lot Good of point. George Floyd's Good happen. point. Yeah. So then he's, he's like getting, he's getting, um, and hold on. I think I might have this clip too. Uh, he's getting like harassed by the press outside. Like they like, he's, <laughs> answering, wild. he's answering questions of the press and he's like, I do it. Well, hold on. I might have it here. Oh, harassed by reporters, Cobretti admonishes them for failing to prioritize the safety of potential victims. Little does everyone realize at the time that the supermarket hostage crisis is only one of a string of recently seemingly unconnected acts of violence and murder that have broken loose in Los Angeles, perpetrated by the same supremacist group, the supermarket gunman mentioned. At any time when you're watching that movie, did you think that the first scene was connected at all to the bad guys in the rest of the movie? I still don't. No. No. Right. Yeah. They uh, tell us it is, but it's not. They, you have to connect it. Yes. Yeah. So event, So there's a lot of murder and happen, happening, and then eventually model and businesswoman Ingrid Knudsen, and this is, this is Brigitte Nielsen, Uh, becomes the new world's priority target after witnessing their members and their leader only identified as the night slasher. Now, is he the leader? He's, he seems to me like he's just a grunt. Like he's just a dummy that goes out and does the murder. Yeah. He seems a little special going on a killing spree. She is placed under the protective custody of Cobretti and his partner. Again, I watched this movie two nights ago, and I'm just now learning that that dude that was addicted to Snickers was Cobra's partner. I just I just assumed they were both cops. They like knew each other. Talking, you're talking about Poppy again when we talk about food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poppy. Yes, exactly. Poppy from yeah. Seinfeld. Yes. He didn't wash his hands in the yeah. restaurant. Yes, yes, that's him. So he's also he, at this point. Yeah, uh, Ted or Jack, right around the, this time uh, when they're fleshing out um, the character of Cobra. And you know he's he's harasses those delightfully racist Hispanic men. Yes. Um, parking his car, he crashes into him before he goes into his house with the big Pepsi logo. Yes. Um, he must have improvised ripping that guy's shirt in that scene. Oh, because, because he had a mic. He the was last mic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hold on. And, and, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Go, no. No. Go, no. Go ahead. I ha- I actually have that scene, but I don't know how much. He po- he lives in Venice. He pulls up to his neighborhood, 
There's guys sitting in a, a 64 Chevy Impala doing nothing wrong. They're just sitting there parked on the boardwalk. He crashes into them. Yeah, and he just comes up and he crashes into them and pushes their car out of the way. Fuck you. Hola, chingao. What's your problem, my sase? You touched my car, man. Get him, Mando. Get him, Mando. Get him for your health, you know. What is pinche? They had to. They had to cast a as this cholo. They had to cast a guy that was like five three. If you look throughout the movie. Sly is walking like they have milk crates stacked up so that he can be taller than people. And in this case, that is, that is what's happening because he's much taller than this bad guy. Yeah, he rips the shirt and there's the mic taped to his chest. Now, what's interesting? And what, I, they, they didn't. They didn't like cut away from yeah. the microphone on his chest. Yeah. They just had him walk no, away right with there. the microphone on his chest. Yeah. Yes. At, at this point, as a trusting man, I was giving the movie a lot of credit, and I was like, "Oh, the guy's. You know, he's he's wired for sound. This is they're gonna catch. You know, Cobra doing something illicit later in the flick. No, it's it's just a lap mic." I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, maybe this, I'm like, maybe this guy is on some, he's, he's undercover on another operation or something. And my chick's like, look, that's a, that's a continuity. Like they just, that's his mic. And I'm like, oh, you're fucking right. That's That's, not even part of the story. That's Stallone at the height of his powers. Like you got your one take and just kept walking. (laughs) Just leave it in there. (laughs) What's funny too, is that, that's not the only time he encounters those guys. Like he has that, nope. he has that encounter. And then the next time he pulls he has up them trained. Yeah. They move the car. And they're like, Hey buddy, how's they're like best friends with him. It, it, this also has my favorite through line in the movie, which is fly writing himself one liners that almost make sense. <laughs> Cause I think it, this is the scene where he takes a joint out of a guy's mouth and says, that's good for your health. Yes. And the guy goes, what is And he goes, I am like, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's, it's almost, it doesn't quite. <laughs> so model and, Ingr- and businesswoman Ingrid Knudsen Nielsen later becomes the new world's priority target after witnessing. So she's, they're out on a rape and mission. I'm sorry yes, to slow woman, you huh? down, yeah. but you're you're missing right after the scene where he rips the guy's shirt off when we see the mic and all oh that. Oh my god, yes. Two, I skipped that part. Yes. Oh. yes. He takes a look at the morning newspaper, just the front page, and what does he do with it? He puts it on the grill. <laughs> on the barbecue. He's, he's yes. like he's like, put it on the apartment grill, like, I don't need this news. <laughs> then yes. he goes inside, finds a box of pizza. Insane. And what does he do with the pizza? He he's well. First of all, he takes out. You're like, you're like, what's he doing? He takes a pizza box out of the oven and a dozen eggs. <laughs> and so, I mean, I kind of give it to him there. I'm because like, you're like, 
Rocky's gonna yeah, yeah. eat the what's yes. happening? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's good. Yes, he's gonna crack the eggs open and he's gonna drink three eggs because he fucking needs a protein. And you're like, what's going on here? And then he opens the egg carton and it's like the tools to clean his gun. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Why would you hide that in, <laughs> in an egg crate? I don't know. They're in it. And then he takes a piece of pizza. Out of Zach, the box. You said, you, Zach, you said he has some problematic uh, views on food. Yes. What, this was, is this was Sly at the height of his muscle man anorexia. What happens with the pizza yes. here? Yes. No. No. Uh, you know, does he take his leather gloves off for this? No. No. Does he pick up a slice of pizza by the tip? Yes. Cut it with scissors and only eat the tip? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what yes. he does. Yes, scissors. He slices off like a a three inch length of the f- tip of a piece of pizza. He tosses away the rest. He he cuts it with scissors. He 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 snips pizza it. shears. Yeah, pizza yeah. shears, and then he sits there with his gloves and eats the corner of a piece of pizza that he's just cut with scissors while cleaning his gun. But. Let's take a moment, because if he does that to. with yeah. leather gloves on, yeah. what else is, you know, if, if if Cobra uses the restroom. Yes, yes. I, I didn't want to be the right? one to go there. I didn't want to be the one to go there. Have, I'm glad I you did. Can't I'm glad you did. Yeah. If he uses the restroom, the gloves are on. Right? They are. If he, they absolutely are. You know, if he's intimate with a, a partner, the gloves are on. Yes. You know? Yeah. These, Remember these leather gloves. Poppy, yeah. who is famous from Seinfeld for not washing his hands yes. after using the restroom. Maybe that's where he learned I, it. Yeah. I learned it from watching you. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, so that that is actually, it's actually, and I'm glad you reminded me, Ed, because it is maybe the key moment. Because one thing that doesn't happen in this movie is the characters are not in any way developed so we don't really know what motivates anyone we don't know you described Richard Nielsen as a businesswoman which is <laughs> that's new. Yes. if you watch the movie yes. news to me yes 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 <laughs> well everything from the wikipedia is news to me about this movie. <laughs> you don't know you, you like did there's there's no explanation for the robots coming up yes so <laughs> so like le- lethal weapon uh, Mel Gibson's wife was murdered. You know, like you get you get why he is why he's as has a, a tenuous hold on life because it, it there's he has got nothing to live for anymore. This, this Cobra, you don't know what the fuck makes him tick. You never find out. He's just a fucking guy that's a cop. That's a zombie squad, which apparently means he works at night. He really loves being a cop. He loves his car. He has he has his own like crime lab in his apartment for some reason. Oh, we got we'll we'll talk about that when it comes. Up. He's got, oh yeah, oh yeah. That is, no, there's something very comparing people's faces to fingerprints. Yes, but Eddie. yes, he's by sight. Yes, um, yeah. I would say that like the closest movie. It's not close, but Schwarzenegger made Commando right around this time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and. It opens up where Schwarzenegger is living with with his daughter Alyssa, Alyssa Milano, mm-hmm. and she gets kidnapped in the like the first scene yep. or, or close to yes. it. Yes, and like you know the motivation, yes. you know what this is set up. This this movie, like a guy shot up grapes in a supermarket yep. in a Ralph's, and then 
and then we're supposed to know it's connected and he's cutting pizza with a scissors and beating up uh local people smoking weed. And I was going well, well, was... these guys are in these movies and then they're like, "Oh no, this is what the movie is." Uh, yeah. and when they make one, they miss all the connective tissue. Yes. And, and I think at this time cuz right now, if you if you take yourself back to 1985 when they're making this movie, Stallone is the bigger star than than Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger is a star, but he hasn't done T2 yet. That doesn't come out till 91 or 92. And Rocky 4 had just happened. Rocky 4's out. So Stallone is fucking huge, but but Schwarzenegger is bigger in these type of movies. He's more right. of the action star. So he's doing Commando and The Running Man and all those kind of movies that are just fucking juicy popcorn, like delightful action movies. And Stallone, you know, he's trying to make Beverly Hills Cop, but he wants it to be more of an action movie and less of a comedy. And then he pivots to this because he's like, no, I need to be the big action star. So in a weird way, he even though he's a more much more of a box office draw at this point, you can tell he is in competition with Arnie, who's yeah. making the more the funner movies at the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, OK, so um, before we move on real yes, quick, there yeah, is yeah. a full Toys R Us commercial in that scene, which. Oh yeah, the cartoon uh, giraffes. Yes. I don't yes. I don't know Jeffrey? why. Are we talk about Jeffrey? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Movies movies don't have commercials in the middle usually, but this one love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, he pops on the TV. He's watching the local that was that's interesting. He's watching the local news and they're like there's all these murders happening and there's all these rapes and he's watching and he's a cop. And he's, it seems like he's learning all that information. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Wait, there's people being murdered? This yeah, you uh, Somebody should tell me. Nobody yeah. told the zombie squad, yes, man. He's on the zombie squad. He should be the one that knows that before the news. <laughs> uh, so Brigitte Nielsen becomes a target of the Night Slasher after she happens upon one of their one of their nightly raping and murdering missions. This is after the robot photo shoot with Sledgehammer? No, this is right before this oh, is okay. right before. Or okay. yeah, yeah, it's right before. And then she's like she goes and does the I don't know how I don't remember how she reports it to the cops or whatever, but she goes and does her photo shoot after. Oh, I think that's what happens is she she happens upon the murder and because this is where we learn that the bad guys, the the um, the social Darwinists, bad guys with an agenda, are are if you they're, say so, they're tied into the cops because we learn that 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 budget stalker Channing woman is working with the cops oh. and she's feeding them uh, all the information on where the cops are. So Bridget Nielsen happens upon this murder. Then she goes to a photo shoot where Carl from Succession. AKA Sledgehammer from the great once single season 80s <laughs> farcical TV show Sledgehammer, one of my all time favorite shows, is, is, and somehow Carl from Succession is the same age in 1985 as he is on Succession right now. That's true. He's like, he, he's still 70 years old in 1985. It's crazy. Um, as for budget Stocker Channing, yes. she, uh, a little tidbit i remember she was the waitress in the like the the seinfeld chronicles she was supposed to be the female like she was going to be the female foil 
And then they're like, you oh, know, we need like a real foil for, for Seinfeld. Yeah. And so then Julia Louis Dreyfus came on after a couple of episodes. Uh, this is this is uh-huh. this is like the the gay houseboy that got fired from the first episode of the Golden Girls. <laughs> you know, like there's there's oh, yeah. always or or Phoebe from Friends was originally on Frasier, and then you know it's like there's Adriana always... from The Sopranos doing uh, Joey. Yes, 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 season five and six. Yes, exactly. There's always there's always these stories. That's a that's a very good one. Yeah, she's. I like that because she does the photo shoot was um, with um, Sledgehammer and with robots. Uh, yeah, with robots, and she's pretty hot. And then it's it, you can tell it's the eighties because the security guards like, should I walk you out? Because it's you know the it's, the city's dangerous, city's terrifying. And so he's like, and um, David Rash Sledgehammer's like, no, nah, I got it. I'll take her out. And then he's walking around and he's just, he's just having oh like a very normal conversation. And he's like, you know, he's like, you should really just fuck me because it's, it'll be good for your career. He's like, he's not I, even sexually harassing her. It's just the I'd 80s. be stupid to not want to, but I want you to do it for your benefit. Yes, yes, that's what he says. Yes, yes. He's a giver. He's like he's a giver. He's like, look, if you wanted, like, I'm a great photographer, so if you really want things to go places, you should probably just fuck me. And then he's doing the job of a friend who should be wingman yes, for him. Yes, yes. He's, he's playing both sides of it. It's he's, amazing. He's, you should fuck that guy himself. Yes, yes. He's, yeah, no, it's amazing. Then, unfortunately. He gets axe murdered because they because the cops know where she works apparently, and um or the or the bad guys via the their inside source and the cops. That was very woke of you, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> yes they they <laughs> they uh they they find out where she works and it, um but she's able to escape right and these guys are bad with axes for people really, who only use axes. And, and right, and he's got that one knife that he really loves with like the with like the spikes on the knuckles. Oh, huge. Yeah, it's like get a second weapon. That's not a very effective weapon in all situations. You figure as a rapist and murderer, you would know better what weapons to use. You can't uh, hide that easily in your pocket. No, it's too big. It's too large these, of a killing. These item. guys with these axes are chopping pipes on yes. the ceiling. Yeah, they're missing. They're, yes. It's one thing, it's a trope, you you know, they shoot, you miss, you know, whatever, you're a henchman. It's a lot harder to pull off with a blunt weapon. It really is, and, and with a long handle, you know, you need close, you need more daggers, more just blades, uh, whatever, That like the Rambo, the survival knife, like that kind of shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, when several more attempt, when, when several more, pardon me. When several more failed attempts are made on their lives by various people connected to the new world, again, not clear to us, Cobretti theorizes that there is an entire army of killers operating with the same modus operandi. Rather, At, at this point, yes. based on what? Right, right. But he's right, but only he yeah. knows that, yeah. Because it's right, it's yeah. a law. Because Los Angeles, much like today, is a lawless place back then. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. how do you know these murders are connected? Everybody's getting murdered every day. There's 250 rapes a day. Not enough time in the day. <laughs> Rather than a lone serial killer with some associates, but his suggestion is rebuffed by his supervisors. Again, all too common. Think of all the lives that had could have been saved 
in the 1980s had boss cops occasionally believe the rank and file officers who were paid to investigate crimes. But they no, <laughs> never. Uh, however, the, up, yeah. however, the LAPD agrees with Cobretti that it will be the safest if he and Newtson relocates from the city. Now, this is mental. Yeah, this is, this not is insane. Done. <laughs> yes. It but, does nothing to solve the crime. No, no. It, I, <laughs> they're like, I, I do. I, I think they, they go to Cobretti's office. Right, right, like his his cop office, and I have in all caps, Cobra has a giant portrait of Ronald Reagan in his office. He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Like, I just I just love how he uh, opposed the Civil Rights Act of 1964. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. No, no, Poppy, like, stand, like poses in front of it. For, yeah. It's, it's like a long shot. Also, they keep Brigitte Nielsen overnight in the hospital, despite the fact that she's not injured. Yeah. They're like, you just need to stay here where it's easier for you to be murdered. And then the the bad guy comes in. He murders a poor janitor so he could steal his coveralls and his glasses. He's like, if I get these glasses on, they're never going to notice that I'm a murderer. <laughs> this is Clark Kent. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he goes in and he and he tries to murder her. And it's and it's it's desolate. Like it's the middle of the night. There's no one at hospitals in the middle of the night. If you're in a hospital at the middle of the night, there's no patients. There's no nurses. It's completely empty. It's completely quiet. And then she pulls the fire alarm. And in point zero one two seconds, there's three hundred people on that floor. Like they're all mm-hmm. they're all just quietly behind doors until a fire alarm goes off, and then he gets lost in the crowd because there's there's a thousand people in his what between him and the elevator. Yeah, yeah. He turns around. I think. Yeah, He's, yeah. Oh, damn it. Um, but so th- so then they they decide that they're. He's like, look, there's a whole team of these people. And the cop's like, no, there isn't. And they're like, but you better hide. So they go they go to like Big Bear or somewhere or like Idlewild. I, I couldn't really tell. It was looked like the back lot of a set, but it was supposed to be. They said they're going upstate, which, look, this is California. You could be to San Francisco in like five and a half hours, but they're like doing it in like shifts. So they go, yeah. they go to like some like mountainy place for some reason. They hide out, and then it says Cobretti becomes romantically involved with Ingrid shortly after well, vent- venturing into the countryside. And look, Stallone played it cool, right? Uh, Ingrid had to be like, yo, Marion, why don't you come over and beat these guts? Well, he was cleaning his well, gun. Well, he's like, yeah, he's like, go to sleep, and then proceeds to loudly assemble machine so guns. So much clicking! <laughs> um... How, how could you sleep through that? She's he's like go to sleep and it's like click click click. He's laying grenades on his head. <laughs> is it but is it a turn on for someone to get in your car and you're like, "Hey, you need to put on these race car harness seatbelts." <laughs> why did why did that car? Yes. It wasn't like yes. this was well, this was a death This is a pre-Vin Diesel world. It's, it it did it did help though because he did launch it off the second floor of a of a parking structure at some point. Like, True, she needed that seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, I was watching that. I was like, he took a wrong turn in that parking. Oh, all right. Um, he, this, this is a part of the movie too, where uh, you know there's the impending the gang is coming to catch up with them. Yeah. 
Um, and the timeline of the movie, uh, as we'll talk about, gets Insane. really skewed because the um, and I this is something I may have missed, but I think we're we're saying that repeatedly. You know, the the lady cop who is uh, you know uh, a turncoat, yeah, has informed. Well, she's she's uh, a social Darwinist undercover yeah. as some type of a cop. Yeah, because and you can tell in this era because she's not attractive. Yes. Um, so she informs them, and we get a scene of you know the new order riding out. Yeah, and there are like eight more scenes before they arrive. Yeah, I, I, there are like three location changes for Sly and Brigitte. Yeah. Um, but we see them riding. It must have taken days. Yeah, and it's and there's there's one there's one scene, one of the like the standalone scenes where they're just trying to show the little flirting, and they they like they make a pit stop at like some yes. random gas station. Yep. And the store they're in sells a whole row of rubber chickens. Yes. Like, have you ever been at a yes. rest stop and be like, fuck. Yeah. I need yeah. I need a Gatorade and yeah. a rubber chicken, please. No, I was like, shit, they went to Arizona. Yeah, you know, it was it was like a weird like roadside this, stall, and it was like something you see in Mexico yeah. or something. And I'm like, how many pe- how many tourists are coming by this out of the way podunk little town well, that you can sell tchotchkes th- at this level? Chickens. Yes. Well, and, and this, you know, I'm and I'll talk shortly about it, the food here, but. In the beginning of the movie, when Sly swigs his beer, he's leaning up against the Pepsi cooler. Yep. His apartment is next to a giant neon Pepsi sign. And around this point in the movie, though, yeah. when, uh, you know, Sly's partner tells Brigitte, you know, his name is Marion Cobretti. Yeah. Um, they're drinking Coke. Oh, shut the fuck up. They're leaning against elixir. the Coke machine drinking Coca-Cola. Wow. I was like, who is paying for this movie? Wow, the Pepsi people had to be pissed. Ah, a nightmare. He does, he does take the matchstick out of his mouth to blow uh, Ivan Drago's wife's back out. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> well, and that is weird because they're like, we got to be on the run. And then they then they stop and they like, they linger and they have dinner and he's assembling guns and they're, and, and also she's protected by exactly two cops at, well, technically three, but one of them is actually a double agent. And it's and like, one of them's Poppy who doesn't seem to know what he's doing. Yeah. You could have been much further away at this point. And, and, and as far as Cold you got away, fuck. yeah, he needed a fuck. And as far as you got away, still somehow, the bad guys waited until the morning when they lost yep. <laughs> lost the right. the advantage of darkness and the possibility that you would yeah. be asleep. You want a well rested opponent. You do. Um, but, I, but, think Sun, I think Sun Tzu had that in like chapter four. <laughs> yes, yes. Of War. Before we before we get there, because I need to harp on it. The the constant food talk in this movie is. So aggressive and so bizarre. Every interaction, you know, Sly's um, partner's only character yeah. trait is that he yeah. likes junk food. He likes sugar, um, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and Sly's like, you be fishing, right? Um, he tries to make Brigitte eat an apple, and I think it really comes to a head 
in that diner scene before we get to you know the safe house. Hold on, hold on. Before you yeah, t- before please. you tell that part, hey, you've you've glossed hey, over the fact you, you talk, said Brian. You said I just want to yeah, point out yeah. that we've all we've discussed like not much. We're about. 25 minutes from the end of the movie already. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, there's not much movie, which is great. You, Zach, you're like, oh, he tries to get Brigitte to eat an apple, which is which is a, a very, a very <laughs> moderated way of saying he was eating an apple. Take a bite of the apple. And he, and he was, and he had bitten all around it. There was no clean skin no. left of the apple. No. And he, uh, and yep. he offered it over to her and said, you want a bite? <laughs> Who fucking but, takes a bite of somebody else's yeah. disgusting well, chewed yeah. apple? You want the core? You want the core? You know, Ms. Drago? I, I, I went, I went there with, you know, the multiple one-liners in the supermarket. Yeah. But in every food scene, the beats are off because, you know, he could say, do you want a bite of the apple? And it's silly. But he belabors it. Yeah. He, like, argues with her. He's like, you need to be eating healthy food. <laughs> and every time, you know. Yeah. Um, but it really came to a head to me in the diner because I think you see inside Sly's head. Because even before the weird French fry interaction, at one point, Sly picks oh, yeah. up a, a big you know, uh, burger king on the counter. He goes over, he's like, I got your entree. And uh, she's like, "Uh, it's more of a big family. He sets it down. And I think that's kind of, he's a real (laughs) food chain. But like the fact that none of that's on the cutting room floor and I don't know. They're, they're who the probably, bad guys are? There probably was nothing on the cutting room floor. This movie is, like you said, it's eighty <laughs> it was shot minutes eight days. with <laughs> two montages. Like the script was thirty-five pages. Yeah. So I will say though, yeah. if you have working knowledge of like Los Angeles, any of these car chases begin in downtown and end up on dock. Oh no, that's that was re- that was really important. Yeah, there was the the. I was, I told my chick that I'm like, they just shot a bunch of car shit <laughs> and then edit it together. Cause, cause they're downtown. Then they're in Venice. Then they're in San Pedro. And I'm like, those places are not close. And, and at one point they're on the freeway. And then the very next scene, they're on a side street. I'm like, I didn't see him exit. Like what they should That's still a be 90 on minute car chase yes. in real time. Yeah, no, you it's know, crazy. You know, Stallone got final cut and he's like, too much car, not enough close-ups. <laughs> Cut it. So, I um two things. One, I look. I don't want. I don't want to give Sly the benefit of the doubt here. Don't. But the way she was eating those French fries, what what was oh, going like on a, with that ketchup? Like, like a serial well, killer. No, she didn't put it well, in like a little pocket to yes. dip. She just. She just sprayed it all over she, she, like a bukkake. She slathered it on, and then she ate a few fries, and then Catch just con- continue, continued to well, slather. I'm like, what? This is this is a fork situation. You're just putting your fingers in it. You don't even have black gloves. It's another sly one-liner that almost makes sense, too, because he says, we're going to have to get you a life jacket. She's like, what do you mean? He's like, your fries are drowning. It's like, well, wouldn't you get the fries a life jacket? <laughs> Like, it's, it's almost there. It's 90% there. 
Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Easy Ed Daly and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Talking loud, comments, conundrums, my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS. Lifestyles baller, and you know the show is for all us. TV, LS, the lifestyles.